Um, a lot of people asked if we were going to name him Ronald now or Donald. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, no, actually, uh, wouldn't that be great, though, if she ordered food when she was there? Yeah, listen. Give, give me it some should nuggets. have come out with the happy meal for the love of Pete, people. <laughs> At least a small fry, Debbie. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Eleven minutes after six on Wisconsin's Morning News. I was on an absolute quest Wednesday for that which is available in abundance all around us every day for free. Okay. What would that be? But for a few instances, you do have to pay for it. I'll give you a minute. Now, you already know, so you can't play. Give you a minute here as you're listening. It's available for free across the globe in abundance. But on certain very specific occasions, you do have to pay for it. And sometimes you're using it without even realizing it. And they were lining up for it all (laughs) over the area over the last week or so. You got it? It's air. Give this people air. (laughs) Tires deflating all over, losing pressure in the bitter cold, and you can't be running around in deflated tires, right? So a couple times in the last several days, both on my wife's car, mine, and whatever, bing, the little thing's on. Can't stand to have that on, first of all. Like, it's a good thing that they have that, because if you walked out to the car and said, you know, your tires look a little low, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, thanks. Thank you. Sure, it's fine. I'll get to it. But it's like those little uh, badges or icons that show up on your screen, like you need to do it. So now it's sitting there. I'm like, okay. So yesterday I had like a million things to do, a bunch of appointments. So I'm trying. Part of it was I was squeezed by the schedule. I'm trying to squeeze in the stop for air on my way to this. That happens at this time, right? Couldn't, could not get this done. First gas station I stop at, the the thing is buried in a snowbank where you put the little quarters in. So it's a buck. All right. I had fortunately had four quarters, and I'm like, I'll climb over the snowbank. I'll put it in. Well, what I didn't realize after it started up, and now you're in that frenzy of like, I got to hurry yeah, up. Yeah, you, know? you got on the clock now. Two minutes, three yeah. minutes, whatever it is. But things going. The, the hose is stuck in a foot of ice <laughs> and snow that I didn't realize and can reach only one tire. <laughs> well, then couldn't you reposition your car or something? Not while the thing's and I'm out of quarters. So then I'd have to go in, get change, come back, and oh, I'm late for man. something else, so whatever. So I do one tire. Also, the pressure gauge is... Thing. I'm fumbling around for my yep. pressure gauge. <laughs> to so make sure you're good. I don't know how much air I put in that tire. On to the next. Next appointment, whatever. Go to another place, out of order. Okay? Yeah, well, that happens a lot. Now I'm late for something else. I go to my other appointment. I had to go to Connect Cairo and Tosa. Hit the gas station right next door. This one, the hose is broken in half. It has snapped. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's that It's cold. still attached to the thing, and the the other part of the hose is oh, just no. sitting there on the ground. You didn't try it still. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then, now, Quick Trip, I don't know if it's all of them, but many Quick Trips have free air. That's right. That's true. I've seen And that. they've got a really nice one. You set in your PSI, so mine's 32, deep, deep, and then it beeps when you're That's done. That's cool. Like, idiot proof. So I go to a nearby Quick Trip. That is cuckoo town. People are lined up three deep, and then some are in this lane, and some are in that lane waiting, and that looks like Lord of the oh, Flies. Oh, man. That's, that, if there's something I know about Vince Petrano, it's you do not want unorganized Whose turn line. is it next? I want a guy out there with a clipboard and a vest and right, a sign yeah, waving. Right. I got none of that. We're left to our own devices to determine who's next. Right. Pass. <laughs> go to my other thing. I got a, good, got a booster club meeting back in Greendale to go to that. Finally, 
wait in line at the other quick trip near my house. So you got your air. So done. I got my air. Good. Good. Jeez. <laughs> but I'm not alone. A lot of people out there waiting in line for air. Give this people air. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Green Bay Packers are just a couple of days away from their divisional round matchup with the 49ers in Santa Clara. The Pack entered this week as the biggest underdogs in any remaining games this weekend. But if you ask head coach Matt LaFleur, this has been the mentality for his team for quite some time. Our guys are, are have been in that mode. You know, we've been in playoff mode for, I don't know, it feels like for months now but it's what last four games especially um so it's just it's the next game and i don't think there's that that's how we're approaching it and we obviously understand what the consequences are at the end of this thing but um you know it's just that next game mindset and that's what these these guys have approached it the right way matt lafleur jordan love and the offense will certainly have their work cut out for them on saturday before the team left for Dallas last week and his historic game, QB1 stopped to help a stuck driver in the snow, and he explains how it all went down. Yeah, um, you know, I was leaving, I was in the parking lot, and uh, I, I saw her trying to back out, tires just spinning. Um, and I just asked if, you know, she wanted me to help try and push real quick and see if we can get it moved. Um, and I tried, it was unsuccessful, um, but, you know, she said somebody was coming to, with the shovel to help, so, yeah. So maybe the only thing number 10 was <laughs> unsuccessful with last weekend. No, wait a minute, I saw this story earlier. I didn't know he didn't get her out. <laughs> so take it easy. I changed, I changed my mind, he's not a good guy. <laughs> right? You know what, the most amazing thing about that is the photo. She takes a selfie yeah. with him, and he's such a nice picture. He's grinning, he's happy, all that stuff. The first thing I noticed in that picture was the fact that he's wearing a Packers zip-up. <laughs> like, these guys never wear Packers stuff outside of the stadium. Well, and it usually. didn't look that thick either, and it was no. really, really cold. Yeah, like, right. you don't want to get it cold before the he's game. He's on his way home. He's just a guy. He's yeah. just a regular There's, old guy. He's a regular guy yeah. in Green Bay. The Packers did hold practice on a Wednesday in Green Bay, their first of the week. Jair Alexander and A.J. Dillon, the only two who did not participate. Over to the NBA, where the Milwaukee Bucks' three-game win streak came to a screeching halt on Wednesday night as the red-hot Cleveland Cavaliers thrashed the Bucks in a wire-to-wire domination, embarrassing Milwaukee 135-95. to You know, we got to find the energy from, from the beginning, you know, from the jump. I just thought our offense just put us in such a bind. Uh, on offensive end, we, just, we were not connected tonight for whatever reason. When you come in here on the road, you have to be extremely together, everyone – you know, whoever I put in the game, I believe they could help us. So um, everyone just has to be ready. The loss drops Milwaukee to 28-13 and 13 on the season. The Bucks will have another couple of days to figure things out there before they head to Detroit on Saturday night. And lastly, the 9-8 UWM Panthers have won two straight games. They'll look to make it three when they get set to face off with Northern Kentucky tonight on the road. Coverage of tonight's game can be heard over on 1017 The Truth beginning at 530. Coming up. Someone that works within a Sephora, I have some things to say about Sephora kids. And let me tell you something about these little girls. They are rude. Who are the Sephora kids? That story next. You ever heard the term Sephora kids? It was new for me. Someone that works within a Sephora, I have some things to say about Sephora kids. And let me tell you something about these little girls. They are rude. Yeah, they are rude. 
references and not kind ones to them all over social media. These 10-year-olds are crazy. Like, literally the most feral. I was a camp counselor. Feral. The Sephora kids are different than any type of kids. They just have no concern about adults. Oh, the rules of, like, staying in a kid's place, like, that doesn't exist in a Sephora. That is now an 11-year-old's domain. (laughs) 11-year-old's domain. The last place I want to be. Right. So I pulled these clips from Fox News Digital. They got them off of TikTok, but pick your social feed. It's all over. In this case, it's young women who work in these stores. And in other cases, it's just people complaining about the Sephora kids as they've been branded. Sephora, if you don't know, it's a cosmetics brand. Some of it's high end. Some of the stores are standalone, like in the mall. Or uh, like Some a strip are at mall, Kohl's, right? And many are at inside Kohl's locations, They're so like the, the cosmetic counters, yeah. right? You, do you know from this? I know that they're fairly expensive. Yeah, I some don't of the spend are. a lot of time. At I those haven't bought places. makeup in two years. Yeah, so. I, right, <laughs> I never <laughs> have. I mean? and so what you're seeing on social is anger over particularly young kids, like tweens, 10, 13, somewhere thereabouts, that they're using. It's it's not that they're using makeup. It's that when they go to these stores, how they're behaving and then how they behave at the mall or wherever they are after their triumphant Sephora visit. Like they're buying it and they're coming up with their little Sephora bags and they're acting really entitled. And then if you've seen the TikTok videos, they're messing up all the products, like destroying them. So that is not off social media. (laughs) That's our coworker. (laughs) That's what our teammates here, Reese, in the office. So Eric and I were discussing this yesterday. I brought I'm like, have you heard this term Sephora kids? And then as soon as we said that, like, how many young women popped up? Yep, like three or four heads popped up from their cubicles. From the cubicles, right. Like the whack-a-mole. What? Did I hear Sephora kids? And they all had stuff to say Mm -hmm. about them. None of them happy about it. As soon as I said it out loud. So uh, they're like, yeah, this is a thing, and they are terribly bothered by it. They're wearing Lululemon. I'm like, you're 13. You didn't drive yourself here. Like, what's going on? I'm buying a salad because I, it's blizzarding, and I don't want to go home for So you're just annoyed by them, or what is their offense? Their presence. They don't care about anything. <laughs> She's annoyed by their, their presence. presence. <laughs> they're being alive. Uh, they're just rude. They were disrespectful to the workers. Oh, okay. they're, right. they're standing ah. in line. They're taking up space. Taking up space. They don't like that they have their little bags. They're yeah, breathing. Right. <laughs> but, and they all carry their bags the same way, apparently. They show off these because it's a very uh, it's a very easy brand to identify. Right. My favorite part about this is, you know how old Reese is? <laughs> like early 20s. She's like 23. This isn't Eric and me, a couple of old dudes <laughs> in here barking at the clouds. These kids today. Oh, this is Gen Z complaining it's, about Gen Z. Right. It's the front end of Gen Z, the back end of the millennials. Like, Cracking on their own. They are outraged <laughs> over it. We'll get into it in the 8 o'clock hour as well today. And just a reminder, too, if you, if you can't be with us at 8, because there's more just golden sound to play on this. But uh, you can text the word Vince to 855-616-1620 to get a link to our podcast page. You can also find our podcast available anywhere you get your podcasts. And so anything that you miss on the show in the later hours, this is one you want to, you're going to want to send this to someone, some young person in your life or young parents who are dealing with this. So we're going to get into it a little bit more at eight o'clock. The Sephora kids, the Gen Z, the tweens equivalent of, I don't know, one of those roving gangs you see on the, <laughs> right, yeah, except they're ravaging department stores and disrupting mall life everywhere. You're talking to a literal 11-year-old who thinks that, you know, she can do the same things as a 30-year-old influencer can do, and it's just like, no ma'am, put that down. <laughs> no ma'am. At Matt LaFleur pregame news conference, you could have lifted a lot of his stuff from like week six. 
right? It yep. just kind of sounds the same. How he's keeping it so cool. That's when right. does sports at 645. It's no joke. Humorous and quirky messages on the electric signs you see when you're driving to and from work, right? You know, the ones on the highway that, that say, click it. And all that kind of stuff yeah. to remind you. And sometimes they like do some funny ones. Like there'll be ones on like May the 4th be with you where it says like seatbelt you click, Yoda yeah. says, or right? something yes. like that. Right? I lo- that's one that's stuck with me. So they're going to end. What? The U.S. Federal Highway Administration has given states two years to implement all the changes outlined in its new manual. And among them are no more humorous signs. Why does somebody not have a, a sense of humor I, over there Signs Washington? should be direct, brief and clear, and only be used for important information to warn drivers. Otherwise, it can be misinterpreted. And people sometimes have not understood what the jokes were. And this is why we can't have nice things, right. people. Uh, there is a problem there. If it's so obscure, like you don't get it. In Massachusetts, then... they had one that said, Use ya blinka. <laughs> um, <laughs> in Pennsylvania, there Use is one blinka. that said, Hocus Pocus, drive with focus. Okay. Um, another one here in Massachusetts. Uh, no, I'm sorry. This is Ohio. Visiting in-laws, slow down, get there late. That's, yeah, that's funny. Another one here. Less Don't drive star-spangled hammered. That one was posted <laughs> in one during July 4th holiday weekend. So they're saying no. So I reached yeah, like, out to like Wiz DOT. Like quit goofing around on the DOT boards. Okay. Yeah, which right. I don't know if I agree with that. Anyway, I, I, I reached out to the, uh, the state here, and they gave me a very... Generic answer of these public service announcements are intended to remind the traveling public on the importance of safe driving. The messages will continue to address issues like seatbelt use, yada, yada, yada. yada. So, yeah, they don't, they don't want to get in on this. I noise think they continue to be silly until the feds force them to stop. For sure. Yeah. Because. Keep having fun. The point well taken that if you've so confused people that they don't know what you mean, that's a problem. But if you're good at it, they get people's right. attention. How, Otherwise, it just blends in with everything else on the freeway. How often are they that... <laughs> Cryptic, right. that, you that can't obscure. Remember. I don't or, understand. Am I to slow down or not? <laughs> I don't get the joke. Twenty to seven on Wisconsin's morning news. Everyday hero time on Wisconsin's morning news, presented by Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living, the transforming the culture of care. Azura Memory Care. So this is when we celebrate the average John or Jane or Mama Doe. Who had no idea that when uh-huh. they got up that morning, I'll tell you here in a second, that they would be saving a life. All right, Vince, we've told you about some amazing heroes, average everyday heroes from across the globe, right? Yes. Today we head to Hale's Corners. Nice. So last Friday, remember that day? That was a busy snow day. <laughs> yes. So early that morning, an expectant mother from Muskego and Elisa Beck realized that... Well, it's time. Baby's coming. Baby's coming. Okay. So she and her husband get in the SUV, head to the hospital, and that's when she realizes that baby's ready to go. I have my hand on her leg just saying, we can do it. We can make it. It's going to be okay. Um, and then she got very serious and said, we're not going to make it. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's husband Daniel Beck talking to TMJ4 News. So Daniel pulls their SUV into a McDonald's parking lot, the one on 108th there in Hales Corners. Okay, yeah, I know exactly where you're at. Annalisa lays down in the back of the vehicle just because she pretty much has to. Just, here we go, it's coming. I kind of just laid back in the trunk and stared at the ceiling, and I was in between screams. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm having my baby at McDonald's. This cannot be real. <laughs> no, it's real. It's happening. They called the cops. Right now, in the McDonald's parking lot, they're going to be in a black SUV. 
Yep, pushing right now. So in the parking lot, Mama Annalisa gives birth to a beautiful baby boy with a full head of hair. His name, Michael Daniel. My husband's grandma was like, did they send an extra Happy Meal with you guys? Or <laughs> Can I get a bite? <laughs> um, a lot of people asked if we were going to name him Ronald now or Donald. Uh, <laughs> So, no, actually, uh, wouldn't that be great, though, if she ordered food when she was there? Yeah, listen. Give, give me they should have come out with the happy meal for the love of Pete, people. <laughs> At least a small fry, Debbie. Come on. Yeah. Uh, so, baby's name is Michael Daniel, so it could be Mickey D's. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. She said that they've been nicknaming him McFlurry at the moment. So ah, I like going, it. You got yeah. the snow play, you got the McDonald's in there. Okay. So, you may be wondering, well, who's the everyday hero? Well, the everyday hero is mom. Yeah, Alicia. her. Staying strong, giving birth outside a fast food restaurant during a snow day. It was chaotic and terrifying, but it ended up beautiful. <laughs> and we got a perfect little boy. Welcome to the world, little McFlurry. Everyday Hero presented by Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living, transforming the culture of care, Azura Memory Care. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Bucks' three-game win streak was snapped on Wednesday night as Cleveland boat raced Milwaukee to a final score of 135-95. to Giannis not playing in this one as he sat out with an injured shoulder. Loss drops Milwaukee to 28-13 on their season. After getting torched in the NFC wildcard round against Green Bay, Mike McCarthy will be back for his fifth season as head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. McCarthy has posted a 42-25 and 25 regular season record with NFC East titles in 21 and 23. And lastly, sad and tragic news out of the NBA. Golden State Warriors assistant coach and former Serbian basketball star Dejan Milojevic died Wednesday in Utah after suffering a heart attack in Salt Lake City. Milojevic was just 46 years old. It's time for Extra Points. A sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. After shocking the NBA world this offseason and acquiring all-star guard Damian Lillard, the Bucks' basketball honeymoon, I think now is safe to say, is officially over. The expectations in Milwaukee surrounding this year's Bucks have maybe never been higher after that trade. Each game, each play, and every result is now under immense scrutiny as Giannis and the Bucks look to plan parade number three in downtown Milwaukee later this summer. With unrealistic expectations, Expectations come at times disappointment and, well, in turn, resentment. Is that where we are with this team now? After getting thoroughly embarrassed on national television last night again, the Bucks look like a team that have no clue what they are or what they are not. For whatever reason, you can blame the coaches, blame the players. At this point, who cares? There is zero identity within this team. Quite frankly, Giannis or not, this team is far too talented to lose to any team by 40 points. The excuses aren't even there. The Bucks weren't on a back-to-back game. In fact, they had two full days of rest prior to this game. Is Lillard, Chris Middleton, Bobby Portis, and Brooke Lopez not good enough to hang with the Cavs team they played last night? Or really for any team for that matter? I'll be the first one to tell you I preached patience back in November and December and knew that with a brand new team, things would and could take time. But last night was about as terrible as terrible gets. That should not happen with a team especially with championship aspirations. Giannis or not, there's far too much talent on this team to not be in at least most games, but losing by 40 points is something that should never happen with this squad. New coach, new team, I don't care. That last night, without question, was unacceptable. This is when you need to watch the live stream this morning. So... 
Text the word WATCH to 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. The word is WATCH. We'll blast you out the live stream so that you can look into the studio. That, of course, available to you anytime online and on our digital products. ESPN, uh, our friend from ESPN, Jen Lada, is in today. I'm sort of without words. I don't know why you sent this to Good me. Good morning, guys. Anything interesting happened yesterday at ESPN Milwaukee or Jen, Dave, and Chewy? <laughs> Anything? Yeah, no, what's, nothing. Oh, what's with your boy over there? Um, so yeah, you guys probably saw there was a big kerfuffle yesterday um, with something that Mark Chamura, uh, former Packer Mark Chamura, who is one third, one fourth, I suppose, of our Jen Gabe and Chewy crew, uh, said about how the Packers should approach the game against the Niners. Because this is a big game, and we are going to spend a huge portion of this morning's show talking about the sure. big game that the Packers are involved in. But I'm going to let Chewy respond to what happened first. I did bring you guys a picture this morning. Yes, and, and it's um, up on the live stream right now if you're watching. Good. Um, so when you first look at that picture, what do you see? What do you, what do you see in this picture I've that I've shared this. with Maybe you guys? In your social quarters, you've perhaps seen this go around. It says, when I grow up, I want to be like Mommy. And then the picture is stick people with dollar bills in their hands, and mommy appears to be on the pole. And it, it appears like it's been drawn by a, a young kid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So just imagine if you posted that and to Twitter without any explanation, right? Okay. And people saw it and just went, oh, well, she's obviously an exotic dancer. She's obviously, you know, a stripper. She's obviously, yes. right? And just that's what everybody assumes and then you find out that mom in fact works at home depot and mom was talking to her daughter about the blizzard that hit their area and this is a picture of mom selling the last snow shovel and all the people <laughs> it sure is it sure is a shovel the dollars <laughs> handing the dollars to the mommy who's selling the snow shovel at that. the home depot and the point I'm trying to make with this analogy is just because you think something is something doesn't make it so. So I guess I would encourage everybody to go back and listen to that clip that Mark Chamura put out there or that we put out there from ESPN Milwaukee yeah. socials mm -hmm. and tell me where Mark Chamura says to hurt somebody or to knock somebody out of the game or to intentionally injure somebody. Because I got to tell you, there's a lot of keyboard warriors out there who are clinging desperately to that falsehood in order to accentuate their own accounts, oh, yeah. in order to um, performative outrage, in order to, you know, go down the rabbit hole of someone's past and make them out to be a bad guy. I'll say this. I work with Mark Chamorro every single morning. If you listen to our show, Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, you know we aren't about that stuff. We have fun. We're light. We're mischievous. We're not. Oh, I don't know. That doesn't sound like your show. We're not looking for clicks, <laughs> right. right? Like we're just having a good time in the morning. And Chewy's not the guy to put a mark on somebody. To put a bounty on a guy's. That's head. just not who he is. So I hope people listen when he responds this morning. I hope people take a note out of Ted Lasso's book, which is. Be curious, not judgmental. I know the internet isn't the place for that. I understand how it works. But just think about that picture that I showed you guys. And without any explanation, if you just looked at that picture, you walk away thinking that that mom is dancing on the pole for dollars. Which again, not that there's anything wrong with that, Jerry Seinfeld. Whole other discussion. <laughs> but you would be wrong. 
And if you were one of the people out there who said that Chewy said intentionally hurt Brock Purdy, knock him out of the game, you are wrong. Is, you know what? Any you, questions? No, I guess I, I, I... Phenomenal point, Jen. And I would say that you should use that photo almost every day when you're on the internet. <laughs> because it happens yes. every day where something creates a narrative that isn't actually there from something that is kind of said or talked about or whatever. And the, the, we talked about it this morning. So I'm so glad you said that because we actually talked about it this morning. We listened to the clip. Of, and uh, I kept Shimura. waiting for, having heard all the social and seen, heard the noise, I kept waiting for the, well, where's the part where he says they should knock him out of the game and hurt this guy? And it, didn't, it never it, came. It never, never says it. Yeah. I appreciate you guys giving me the platform to chat about it. Um, we have There are six million views on it. Ooh. I think most of them are because people saw someone say something yeah. and then ran with this idea. But I think we need to, and this is more of a sociological conversation that we could have at another time, I think we need to be better about actually hearing what is being said, not what we think is being said. I have the luxury, because I work with Chu every single weekday, of giving him the benefit of the doubt when he's saying something. And I will tell you what, my eyebrows never raised because I never heard what people think they heard, which is hurt a guy, intentionally knock him out of the game, play dirty. He just didn't do it. Our teammate from ESPN Wisconsin, Jen Lotta in the house this morning. Going to meet Electric Jen, Jen Gabe and Chewy this morning. That starts at 7 o'clock.